So hello and welcome to today's podcast. I'm joined by Kath Kirkland. Kath, how are you today? I'm great, thank you. Thanks for inviting me. No problem. And where are you based in the uh, in the UK? Uh, I live in Milton Keynes in Buckinghamshire. Great. So, um, so tell us what you get up to and um, what we're going to be talking about today. Um, we're going to be talking about me as an author. Um, it's yeah. um, yeah, it's, it's something I've been doing all my life, writing, but I'm kind of now moving over to wanting to being a full-time author, changing my role um, from being a driving instructor for 20 years, which I love, but um, I actually love writing as well. Fantastic. And, uh, and, and how long have you been writing? I, I really don't know. Long time. <laughs> Longer than I can remember. <laughs> but I really look forward to hearing all about it in a second. Um, so you've mm. been in Milton Keynes. Have you always been in Milton Keynes? Um, no, I was born in, in, uh, in Southend in Essex. Okay. Yeah, born and bred, moved up here. Mother moved up here. Yeah, and here I am. And how's that sort of brought you into what you do today? Because obviously it's... Uh, Quite a journey from obviously South End to Milton Keynes, obviously driving instructing now to writing. Something's obviously got you to where you are today. Yeah, I mean lockdown has has really helped actually. Um because I always wanted to give up um doing my my role as a driving instructor, but never really wanted to make that leap and sort of think, okay, what if I'm at home all day writing and I really don't enjoy it? Um and obviously lockdown, I've had nothing else to do and I've really, really enjoyed it. Um, I've also um, done a lot of online courses because I'd love to write for television. So I've been doing comedy writing courses, script writing courses, got a couple of others lined up, writing a sitcom, writing stand up and sketch shows. So I've been using it to my advantage and I've been absolutely loving it. Yeah, that's what I want to do all day, just be at home and write. <laughs> and, and has anyone sort of inspired you into, into writing? um yeah my my late mother she she was an avid author she you know I'd come home from school and there'd be the typewriter the electric typewriter keys banging away um you know and she she would you know like everybody kept getting rejection 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 um but in the end she became um the the main writer for a little girl's magazine called Twinkle um in the 80s she was the one that wrote every single story in there um so yeah she she gave me a lot of inspiration to keep going and keep trying and not give up yeah yeah fantastic and um i believe you've written a couple of books i have i have yeah um mum runners is one um that i'm kind of um working to promote at the moment i suppose um <clears throat> excuse me and then i've written a children's novel a junior read novel uh, called The Chocolate Thief. Um, I'm actually writing a sequel to Mum Runners at the moment. Uh, I didn't have any intentions of writing a sequel to Mum Runners when I wrote it. But lots of people that have read it have said, oh, I need a sequel. I need to know what happens to these people. So, uh, yeah, I'm kind of nearly finished that, actually. During lockdown, nearly finished a whole novel, which is Fantastic. great. Fantastic. And, and what's, <laughs> the, uh, what's the latest book you've written? Um, so yeah, so Mum Runners, the sequel is what I've written, uh, is writing at the moment. Um, it's uh, Mum Runners, uh, Florida Vacation. Um, so the, the Mum Runners is um, basically um, three women never ran in their life. 
and um, they agreed to run the London Marathon, having never run any, anything at all before, not even knowing that there are other marathons other than the London Marathon. You know, they think that's the only one. Um, and they, they meet up with each other on, on a joggingbuddy.com website and make friends and start their training. And then they come together, not without their challenges. You know, the training always, always has problems being a mum and training um, and then they become best friends um, so yeah they unite themselves call themselves mum runners and uh, and become really really firm friends and they're three very different women one's one's a woman in her 40s with six boys another one's in her 50s with a, with a son at uni and another one's in her 20s with a single mum with a, with a young child so three different very different people that probably would never become friends in normal circumstances but because they've got the running in common, you know, and it's all about their friendship and their life and yeah. And the, and the challenges and it's a, it's a funny chick flicky type novel. Fantastic. Well done. You I've just found it on Amazon actually. Um, yeah. I just did a quick Google while we were talking and uh, there we go. That's what where a great we're story to. because um, yes, there's obviously the characters in the book of um, I can see Susie, Sharon and trying to see who the third one is actually. Samantha. Samantha, yeah, I can see it here. So, um, so yeah, fantastic that that um, that's sort of brought them together in the book. But it, I'd imagine it could actually inspire people into actually going ahead and, and running the marathon because obviously when you read it about it and it's obviously a novel written about three women from different backgrounds coming together, that could be quite inspirational, I'd imagine. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I actually spoke to um, Jogging Buddy, the website, um, and basically everything I've written about is what they're trying to um, achieve from their website is, you know, people that have never ran before, make friends for life, you know, train with somebody else. Um, also, you log how much mile, how many miles you've ran, you know, so, you know, you use the website for, for lots of other things as well. So, yeah, and he hopes that, you know, it would inspire more people to, to get out and run and, and make friends with other people that also want to run. Because we're all in this, we've all got this perceived idea that, you know, runners are elite athletes, you know, but actually there's a lot of people that have never ran before that need to start from scratch. Mm. So, yeah, so this is kind of where these women are at. They sort of go on there thinking, oh, it's going to be full of athletes. And actually they find another couple of women who, who have never run anything before in their lives and have agreed to run the marathon themselves. And they're like, oh, actually, look, there's somebody else in exactly the same boat as me. So, yeah, so hopefully it will be a bit of an inspiration for others to realise, you know, everyone's got to start somewhere. Yeah, absolutely. And, and do you run yourself? Um, yes, I do. Um, I haven't run for a while. Um, <laughs> the inspiration came to me when I was training to run the London Marathon and I had a new son. Um, so, you know, the, the challenges of trying to run when you've been up all night with a baby screaming and stuff. Um, I had to pull out of that that particular London Marathon because I ended up with an injury. Um, but I did do the Great North Run and afterwards instead. But I am going to be running the London Marathon next year. Um, I apply every year. Every year I'm unsuccessful. Finally got in and I thought, right, when I get in, I'll defer it for a year. So it gives me a long, long time to train. Yeah. So I am sort of back training, if you like, slowly. But, you know. 
got to start somewhere. <laughs> oh, fantastic! And uh, well done, you, and good luck. And you know, mm. maybe let us know how you get on with the uh, the marathon because um, yeah, I know people have done. It. I've done the New York marathon, but I haven't actually done the, the oh, London. Yeah. But um, oh. but yeah, it's, it's a lot of training, a lot of dedication, and uh, you know, well done on uh, actually making yeah. a, a target and a goal because it's uh, it's a big challenge. But you know, yeah, the emotion yeah. and the uh, success that you can achieve with it, yeah, phenomenal. It really is. Yeah, that's that's why I want to do it. It's just kind of one of those things I want to do and I want to do once. And, you know, I, I wanted to do the Great North Run just once. Yeah. Because that's, I think, is the most iconic of the of the half marathons. Yeah. Um, it's a long old journey, but, you know, just even getting there is a long old journey. Um, but, yeah, I thoroughly enjoyed the whole atmosphere, the whole day, you know, the spectators you know people standing on the side of the road handing out jelly babies and biscuits and things you know it all kind of adds to the you know the whole sort of atmosphere of the of the day definitely definitely i know we slide sidetrack slightly but uh i did the great north one two years ago and it's, it mm. is the best one to do i think oh absolutely yeah in the north they're really passionate about mm. uh, coming out and supporting people who come to their area and it was a phenomenal experience and you're absolutely right. I mean, there was families that were just giving up like their last bit of fruit in a fruit bowl to hand out to the runners and things like that. And it was, it was yeah. incredible. And you just hear this this Geordie accent come flying at you from nowhere because they can see your name on your on your shirt or on your yeah. number. Yeah, yeah. Hear like, "Go on, Simon." They're like, what? Who are you? <laughs> <laughs> it's brilliant. Yeah, it's totally. absolutely. It's so welcoming up there. It's, it's brilliant. So. Yeah, yeah. It was a great time. Great time. Yeah, definitely. So, so with your writing, um, mm. Kath, do you, do, you, um, do, do you read much as well? Or is it just literally just prefer oh. to write? Oh, I love reading. Um, if, <laughs> if, if I get a chance, I will sit down with a novel and I'll finish it in a day. Oh, I love reading. Yeah. I, wow. I drive people mad when I say, oh, I read this today. <laughs> and, and do, you remember, um, do you remember the first story you ever, you ever read yourself? Um, quite possibly one of my mother's because... She used to write them and then she'd say, oh, can you have a read just before I send it off to the, you know, to the publisher, etc. Um, you know, which was nice that she, you know, because I suppose I was in that sort of age bracket that she was writing for at the time. Um, and I suppose now I'm in that same sort of era with my son and, you know, the chocolate thief that I've written, the junior read novel. Um, you know, we had lots of conversations about the book and the content and, you know, what can happen. And, We've also got some other ideas that we've spoken about, me and my son, that we're gonna I'm gonna write next. So yeah. So yeah, my, my probably probably some of my mum written wrote was what I uh, probably first read, definitely. Brilliant. Yeah. And um do you what sort of books do you read these days? Are they they sort of novels and things or um Yeah, yeah. I mean I listen to a lot of audiobooks um mainly biographies and autobiographies i find that you can you don't really need to tune into those too much and you know doesn't take your attention away too much um but i've got quite a diverse um sort of sort of reading you know i might read a, a crime novel i might read a biography or a true story um i might read a chick chick lit type book um, um a bit of a spiritual book uh you know mystery book kind of anything really that grabs me <laughs> but if I don't like it I do I do think okay I'm not going to bother reading that there's others out there that need my re my my attention so yeah mm. and what would you say your, your favorite books are and, and for what reason um 
yeah, I mean, the first novel is what I class as an adult novel um, that I read when I was probably about 11 was uh, Flowers in the Attic by Virginia Andrews, um, which, you know, just really inspired me to, 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 be, to be like a writer myself, I suppose. And then I read all of hers after. Um, and then, you know, The Room by Emma Donoghue, which is a, it's based on um, the Fritzl um, guy that held his daughter captive. Um, I read that in one sitting. That was so good, it really gripped me. Um, and then The Edge of Darkness is a Barbara Erskine novel. I read that, that entire book on a beach in one day. <laughs> and that was great. I've read everything by her. Um, and she writes, she writes one book and it, every two years she has a new book come out. And, you know, as she's probably one of my favorite authors actually, you know, and she, she spends two years writing this book and then I get it and I read it in a day. <laughs> And I've got another two years to wait for another one. Um, but yeah, that's, she's kind of, um, she's a historian. So she kind of writes about history as well as, as the present day. Um, J.D. Bacall, she's another great author. 19 Minutes, again, I read that in one day. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, and then I've read everything by her. Um, she writes kind of quite controversial type things, really you know, where there's kind of a bit of a, a family dilemma and stuff and that, and that she's really, really good. And then there's another one, Dead Simple by Peter James, which is um, a bit of a crime, crime novel. Uh, and again, read that in one day, and read everything else by him. Um, I've also seen that on stage as well, Dead Simple, and that was really, really good. Yeah, it's really well done. So yeah, I mean, yeah, there's brilliant. loads more I've read in a day, but yeah, they're, they're probably just, you know, the ones that I can think of off the top of my head that have really inspired me for whatever reason. And I think I'd love to be an author where everyone says, oh, I can't wait to read her next book. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, so. And the and they're already of a good saying book. That. <coughs> yeah. The sign of a good book is, is not being able to put it down, isn't it? You, you, you oh, carry yeah. on. Carry Absolutely. On. Yeah. I've got one at the moment I'm reading, um, Jonathan Livingston Seagull. Have you heard of that one at all? No, I haven't. No, so I hadn't heard of it either. And then um, somebody mentioned it on the Zoom call and he said, oh, he reads it. He, he swears by this book. And um, it's only, it only takes about 45 minutes to read it. So uh, I've actually got it in my hand. There's only like 90 odd pages in there. And it's quite a, a small book. But it's all about being different and standing out, being different. How how seagulls are obviously you know, predators and all this stuff, but this, this guy doesn't want to be a predator, he wants to be something different, and uh, how his family as a seagull have kind of you know, turned against him. So I, I, I haven't spent 45 minutes reading it so far, I've spent about 10 minutes <laughs> reading the first couple of pages, but right. um, I'm going to be reading that one actually. So, um, oh, yeah, I'll be putting so, that on my list then. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was on Amazon, so I thought, well, I'll pick a copy up and have a read yeah. it, so I recommended it, but uh, well, brilliant. So, yeah. um, regards to your, your writing and everything, um, obviously you've got plans <coughs> for the future that you want to you want to do some more books at some point. And uh, mm. are, you, are you thinking about sort of diversifying away from what you've written previously, or is it you want to stay sort of writing the uh, the kind of books you've been writing already? Well, this is it. You see, I kind of find lots of authors are very genre orientated. You know. Um, although, you know, different authors do write in, under pseudonyms for different genres, but I've just got so many ideas, I just want to write them all, whether it, it be a, a bit of a crime, um, television, um, film, chick flick, 
you know, um, junior children's, you know, even even got some ideas for even smaller children, you know, sort of um, primary school and, and infant school and, you know, um, nursery age as well. So, yeah, I just, I think, just write what, I, what I've got the ideas for, really, and not be kind of constrained by, oh, no, you can't write that because your genre is X, Y, Z. Um, I think that's quite constraining, really. So, mm. yeah, just going to keep writing. And that's what, what they call an indie author, is that right? Um, an indie author is where you publish it yourself. Um, ah, I thought indie was like independent authors. You can write about anything, well, but... <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So an independent author is where you, you actually go through the whole process yourself. You publish it yourself. You 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 write it. I've got an editor. Um, I've got a graphic designer that will make the cover. Um, and then and then you publish it yourself. And you've got all the control of it. Um, you know, I've I've sent sent my books off to lots of publishers, and they've said, yeah, we love it, but you're a new author, so we we need you to put some money up front or yeah, we love it, but it's just not what I'm looking for. Um, you know, J.K. Rowling was uh, was rejected twelve times huh. before she was taken on. Wow. Yeah, because it just wasn't just wasn't what that publisher was looking for at that moment. Um, you know, so I sort of discovered independent publishing, um, and then you know you've got control of the book price, you've got control of the royalties, you've got control of this. You know, whether you want to put it on sale you know, the distribution, whereas a publisher kind of controls so much of that, even the content, you know, they might say, oh, you can't say that, you're going to have to change those words around, or, oh, I don't like that cover, you need to change that cover. But whereas an independent author, it's yours, you know, you spent your life almost, you know, sitting over the keyboard, putting these words onto paper, and then someone says, oh, no, you've got to take that out. And you think, well, no, actually, because that's part of the story, that that means something. Um so yeah, there's there's lots and lots of independent authors out there. I, somewhere I think I read the other day that every thirty seconds a new independent author's book is uploaded. I'm sure it's every wow. thirty seconds, something like that. Something quite yeah. I, I probably wouldn't actually go a hundred percent on those on those figures, but yeah, it's something quite phenomenal that you know there's millions and millions of them being uploaded. Yeah, so. Wow. Yeah, it's all good. Yeah, so well done you. Um, if anybody's interested in sort of talking to you further about what you've been up to or talking to you about where they can find more more details of your books or anything, is there, is there a website or something? Or is it, how, how can people get in contact with yeah. you? Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, the website, um, kathkirklandauthor.co.uk. I'm on Twitter, at kathauthor. I'm on Facebook, kathkirklandauthor. Instagram, can't remember what that one is. I think that's KMK author, LinkedIn, Kath Kirkland author. So yeah, there's there's lots of ways of, of getting in touch. You know, I'm happy to do talks and book clubs and you know just you know I know when I used to go to writers groups and um, you know we used to have authors come in and sort of give us they used to give us a breakdown of their day and their structure and how they did stuff. You know, but things are changing all the time, you know, so I'm happy to give talks. Um, certainly my children's book, I'm happy to visit schools, uh, junior schools and, uh, you know, do book readings and things. I did have quite a few lined up, actually, before lockdown. 
um, but it's not going to happen now. <laughs> not not until next term. Um, even my, including my old primary school I went to in South End, which is so exciting that I can go back and talk to these small children and say, look, if you if you do your work and you study hard, you too can be an author. Yeah, you know, um, that's um, amazing to do that. It really yeah. is. I mean, I've been back to my school since I left, and uh, have you? Yeah, it's great because obviously for you, it's a trip down memory lane, but also, oh. um, yeah, you sort of. I remember doing this, I remember doing that, but also to know that you're kind of a product from that school. Okay, we're yeah. not rich, we're not famous, but we mm. still do what we do, and you know, followed what what we want to do, and um, you know, mm. it's great to be able to go back and uh, just have a little look around to uh, to see how things have changed. Yeah, yeah, I was, I was so excited. I mean, say it was a shame that I was about to do that and then lockdown came, um, you know, because, you know, kids, you know, they love it when they get a, a visitor, you know, and if they can say, oh, this visitor, she went to this school, you know, <laughs> it was a long time ago, mind, but I went to that school, you know, it hopefully it's going to be a little bit more of a, you know, they're more likely to listen to what I'm saying, you know, do work hard, <laughs> do yes. study English, it's really important, you know. So yeah, I'm hoping to inspire some some children by doing that. Yeah. Good. Well, well done you. Lovely to speak to you today on the podcast. Yeah, brilliant. Thank you, really Simon. Appreciate your time and um, yeah, thanks for joining today. And uh, yeah, good luck with it all. Thank you. Thank you so much, Simon. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thanks for inviting me.